from WOUB News, you're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm Taylor Burnett. Each week on The Outlet, we bring you stories from Southeast Ohio. This week on The Outlet, WOUB reporter Nick Veland takes a look into the economic impact from Bengals fans and Joe Burrow fans alike. Sovereigns like us, we need sports to like carry on and do well in business, and COVID kind of died that down, but like we had the Bobcats last year going in the map. Uh, March Madness, uh, Bengals this year, you know, it's just been overwhelmed with how much success our sports teams have had. And Henry Groff joins me to update you more about the impending winter weather coming to the region today and over this weekend. Since we started off with rain on Wednesday, this prohibited any pre-treatment of the roads since it would just be washed away by the rain. These stories and more right here on The Outlet. The Bengals are headed to Super Bowl 56 in less than two weeks. And the team's postseason success is also a big win for local bars and restaurants here in Joe Burrow's home region of Athens, Ohio. Nick Veland has more on the wins for Athens City businesses. The roar from the crowds after the AFC Championship game and now going to the Super Bowl, local bars will bring in more sales than a bar normally would on a given Sunday. At Poppers, bartender Jake Nespinski says the NFL season brings in a decent crowd, but this Sunday, things were a lot busier. I usually worked alone because uh, we just didn't, you know, we didn't need more than one bartender. And then, you know, Sunday I came in and the, the front bar was completely packed, uh, still with Bengals fans. Everybody had a Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase jersey on. Everyone was in a bright mood. And then, like, it just got even bigger. Like, by 10 o'clock, we were packed. And at Lucky's, Jackson Hughes said that those crowds made a big difference in sales. You only count for Friday and Saturday, but throwing in another weekend day, that changes everything. I mean, if you're doing another $1,000 on a day that you maybe make 500, like that's a big difference. Coming out of the pandemic, these big sporting events are a driving force to bringing the bars back to where they were. Sports taverns like us, we need sports to like carry on and do well in business and COVID kind of died that down but like we had the Bobcats last year going in the uh, March Madness uh, Bengals this year you know it's just been overwhelmed with how much success our sports teams have had. Few people normally go out for the Super Bowl but after this past weekend a full staff bar is needed in order to serve the masses. For The Outlet, I'm Nick Veland. Ohio University students were able to breathe a small sigh of relief this week when they saw an email update from Dr. Gillian Ice. Ice oversees the university's response to COVID-19, and for the first time since the surge in positive cases at the beginning of the semester, from students testing as they returned to Athens, there is now a notable downward trend in positive cases. In the announcement from February 1st, Ice said that if the trend continues, the university can start lifting some of the public health measures that have been in place, as well as bringing back more in-person events. Even though there is a new Omicron variant emerging, called BA.2, ICE's announcement said it doesn't seem to cause more severe symptoms and illness, even if it does seem to spread more quickly. Vaccines appear to be just as effective against the new variant as well. Throughout Athens County, 42 positive cases were reported yesterday, according to WUB's Aaron Payne. This is a decrease from last week on Wednesday, when there were 156 new positive cases reported.
A significant winter storm is affecting the Athens area today, with ice accumulation up to half an inch, along with snow accumulation around two inches. Henry Goff is here to tell us more about the storm and how it will affect our region. Thank you, Taylor. So for the past couple days, we have been tracking a pair of systems back-to-back that's going through to move through the Ohio Valley. And as we got closer, we knew the models were going to see significant winter precipitation, whether it be snow, sleet, or freezing rain. The setup for this winter storm also showed another danger, which is pre-treating the roads before any, any wintery precip starts to fall. Since we started off with rain on Wednesday, this prohibited any pre-treatment of the roads since it would just be washed away by the rain. Also with wet roadways, um, as we start to decrease our surface temperatures below freezing, this will also start to cause ice to form on the roads, which is dangerous. Another hazard we saw when forecasting the storm was ice accumulation. Forecasting for ice is difficult to forecast since any change in the model forecast for temperature above the surface could change how much ice we see. This is because freezing rain is formed when we have a deep warm layer above the surface and a shallow freezing layer towards the ground. With a deep warm layer, we'll see snow melt when it starts to fall to the surface and then turn over to rain. And with the shallow cold layer towards the surface, that rain will then freeze on contact. If we increase the depth of the cold layer at the surface and make the warm layer above shallower, then we'll see precipitation form in, in as sleet since the rain will have enough time to refreeze before it hits the surface. Sleet is still dangerous for roads, but better for trees and power lines since it doesn't accumulate in those areas. Over the past day, we've seen models forecast for Athens trend towards more ice accumulation. With the current winter storm warning in effect for Athens, we do expect around three-tenths of an inch to half an inch of ice accumulation. This will likely cause damage to trees and power lines. When the storm moves out of our area for Friday, we will see clearer weather for this weekend and sunny skies into early next week. However, we still expect temperatures this weekend to be below freezing, which could be dangerous for people without power. Taylor Sappington, Nelsonville's auditor, is now running as the Democratic candidate for state auditor. Andy Chow from the State House News Bureau reports. Sappington has previously made waves throughout the Athens County community for his successful recount of Nelsonville's population after the census missed over 600 residents. A Nelsonville native, he also ran for the Ohio's House in 2018 and lost to current Representative Jay Edwards. Sappington is the first openly LGBTQ candidate to run for state office from both the Democratic and Republican Party. Sappington said there is too much corruption in state government, and the state auditor's position is unique to help fight that corruption. Republican incumbent Keith Faber is running for re-election. That's all we have for you this week. Thanks for joining us. The Outlet is produced each week by me, Taylor Burnett. We're edited by Atish Baidia, Aaron Payne, and David Forster. Adam Rich is our technical assistant, and our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos. Subscribe to The Outlet on SoundCloud or Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. You can find us online at WUB.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at Outlet underscore WUB and Instagram at WUB underscore Outlet. We'll be back next week with more stories from Southeast Ohio.